Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode on The Daily Dirt. This week, I sat down with Carolyn Rash from Liberty, Missouri to discuss all of the different aspects that go into her pumpkin operation. Carolyn not only shared with me the different aspects that go into her operation during her six-week period that she's open in the fall, but she also shared with me some of the -the behind-the-scenes aspects that go in during her off-season. This was really cool to me personally because when I was a little kid in elementary, we would go to her pumpkin farm for our field trip every year. Now being in high school, I'm learning about all of the different aspects that went into making that field trip possible, not just in the six-week period. If you want to hear more about what goes into making this operation possible every year and the -the behind-the-scenes factors that go into it, keep listening on this week's episode of The Daily Dirt. Okay, so if you just want to start by telling everyone your name, where you're located, and what your business is called. Okay, yes, my name is Carolyn Rash. Uh, My business name is Carolyn's Country Cousins, or we've rebranded it Carolyn's Pumpkin Patch, and I'm located south of Liberty off Highway 210 and 291. You mentioned that you rebranded this year to Carolyn's Pumpkin Patch because today is actually National Pumpkin Day. So if you want to get a little background on the pumpkin side of your operation? Yes. um, I started out in any kind of marketing with a farmer's market, local farmer's market in town. And then I was also growing pumpkins and squash and decorations and things like that. And I was doing um, like local uh, festivals. We're doing Liberty Festival and a couple of other ones. And they opened up the highway closer to me so I had better access So that's when I used one building that I already had and just gave people a a little place to come pick a pumpkin and that we could sell a little bit of other stuff and just kind of, that's been 32 years ago. So then we just kind of added on since then. So along with the pumpkin side of the operation, can you give a little detail on some of the other you guys offer your operation? Yes, we've made it into a really big family style event. So that mom, dad, kids, even grandma and grandpa can come out and enjoy the day and something for everyone. Uh, We have all kinds of areas where the smaller kids have things to do, like slides and play yard and different things that they like to climb in and and activities. And at the same time, we have some that are a little bit older focused, like teenagers, that they can, they're more skill-based. And actually, dad gets in on a lot of those, too. And we have... uh, ball throws and we have bubble making and things like that and then things that that the whole family can enjoy like you can go out and ride as a family on the on the tractor ride out to the pumpkin field they can all ride on the uh, train ride things like that so we try to make it an entire family based event that people go and then we have lots of cutouts where people can take photos and memories and so they all have something to do and are all very active and interactive activities. I love that it's such a family-based business and it really has something for everyone. But you mentioned all of these different things that your operation offers. Who helps run all of those different aspects of the operation? Well, uh, in order to plan this, 
It's actually uh, my husband and I and my daughter helps a lot. Uh, she's actually a veterinarian, but she helps plan a lot. And then when it comes to actual construction of some of the larger events, then we actually use my other kids that are available, uh, and they help me do and make some of the other things. And then um, during the season when we're actually open, I hire between like 80 and 100 people that help run the uh, different places. I have food areas, food service, and we also have all the activities. So I do hire quite a few people uh, that come in that, that were working here in the fall that are all seasonal. And on the topic of all the people you hire, what does the hiring process for you look like? Do you reach out to people or do they have to fill out an application for that? Well, we put advertisements out there. Like we'll do a lot of of Facebook ads, and then I do in a lot of local uh, areas, some papers and some different things. A lot of it's word of mouth. A lot of it's word of mouth. Right. And we have hiring fairs, and they can come in. They Some people do actually start with an interest form that they can fill out on our website, and then we'll call them and, and schedule an interview, and then some of them we just have hiring fairs that they can come in, and we have, like, group interviews. And then uh, later on, a lot of it is if we have openings, a lot of our staff will give us recommendations of people they actually know. or And a lot of it is family and friends. A lot of people, I'll have even three generations out here working. I'll have grandma and, and the daughter and then the grandkid out here working. A lot of them are, are the parents and the kids. That's neat. So kind of everybody, yeah. So I, I love that because really it's all different aspects of the hiring process. Yes, yes, it is, yes. So another question I have for you is just what does a normal day look like on the farm? What all seasons, do you guys run all season? I know you're only open for about six weeks, I think you mentioned. Yes, we open the third Saturday in September, and we have uh, a little bit different schedule. We are open on Mondays, and then we are totally closed on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, we are only open for school tours or group tours that schedule ahead of time. And we're and then on Thursdays, we're open all day. Friday, we're open all day. And then, of course, the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And if you want to go back and talk about the school tours, how do people reach out to you to schedule one of those? Uh, we have a, a lot of them are looking for places. I have ads in several different uh, family-based magazines okay. uh, that you see, like the iFamily and the Casey Parrot, things like that. A lot of it is word of mouth. A lot of teachers talk to ones that have been here before, and we have forms online describing exactly what we do. The parents fill uh, parents the, the teachers fill that out and send it to us, and we do it through a booking system, and then they they schedule it, we approve it, and it goes into our schedule, and um, it works really well. Awesome! I'm so glad you mentioned that because I remember very vividly in elementary we actually took a trip to your pumpkin patch, and that was some of the best memories that our class has from field trips. Oh, thank you, thank you. No problem. So next question is just, what is your favorite part of the operation? I know it's really a lot of different people, but you also have family helping you out. Is that catered towards more of your favorite part of the operation, or is there something else? My favorite is actually watching the families come out and really enjoy a day out, you know, without being uh, real structured. You know, I'm like, 
watching them, the kids aren't watching an iPad, they're not watching their phone, even the parents aren't really on their phones a lot, that they're out here doing activities and playing that a lot of them don't get a chance to do anymore. Absolutely. I love that. So what do you hope the future of this operation looks like in that aspect? Um, Well, I hope it continues on for a long time. Uh, we are, you know, kind of even transitioning to the next generation. My grandkids are starting to come and help sometimes and on weekends, and uh, which is nice. And so uh, hopefully just be able to um, continue. Every year we try to improve on something and we try to add an activity or attraction. And so hopefully we'll just be able to continue on like that. And even though we have bumps in the road, we've had bumps in the road with like uh, – uh, over sessions and then I've had COVID and, and everything. You never know what's going to come up. You never know what next year looks like. But, you know, the long as it survives from year to year and continues on, that's, that's what I really want. I completely get that. Do you feel that this pumpkin patch plays a big role in your community? I do. I do. We also do a lot of uh, philanthropic efforts. I donate to a lot of uh, fundraising and charities. And um, and like I said, just the fact that I hire so many young people. I mean, I hire a lot of young people in the Kansas City area. And uh, I feel like it really gives them their first chance to have a job. They've never been, you know, had any experience like this. And it's I tell them, you know, move on, get a, you know, get a, a bigger job next year, or whatever you want to do, show back up here a while, and, you know, I, uh, I think that's what, I think it really does help the community. Absolutely, that's just awesome to hear that. So I think those are all the questions I have for you. Would you like to add anything to this interview that you would like maybe your listeners to hear, or that you would like a message to be spread about Carolyn's pumpkin patch? Well, I just feel like uh, I've been in this business a long time, and like I said before, seen a lot of things happen, a lot of things come and go, and as long as it feels like we we really have a great group of employees and a great group of, um, of people that are coming to me as uh, customers because people bring me back and say, hey, you know, I was here, now I'm bringing my kids, and they go, we're on the, you know, the next generation, and I just feel like... As, as long as we can do that, um, it's, it's just a fun thing to do in the fall, even though it's a lot of work because it doesn't just happen for six weeks. We're working on this all year, but uh, it's, uh, you know, it's very much worth it. Do you want to go back and emphasize a little more on the work that goes in throughout the year? Um, I can, yeah. That probably wouldn't be bad. Yeah, uh, it's really funny. People don't realize how much we do in the off-season. Like when we do actually close on Halloween, uh, a core staff stays on for a couple of weeks and we clean up everything, put away everything. Uh, we have to clean a lot of different areas, get everything winterized and, and clean up and put everything away. Uh, a lot of my animals go to different homes. A lot of some of them are borrowed and things like that. But then we also start planning for next year. There's actually a big conference coming up. Our first one we attended November, and then there's a couple in December, and I go to a gift market in January, and we just continue on as soon as we, we start planning. I already have next year's list on the board of what we would like to do. Oh, wow. And what, and, uh, 
So anything that maybe even that we'd like to improve upon or plan or add, we always keep a running list. And some of them are a couple or three years out, actually. Wow. And so that's what we do. And then as soon as we can, uh, the weather, we can even do stuff in the wintertime. We work on a lot of uh, paperwork. We get everything ready for next year. And then when the weather kind of breaks next spring and summer, there's a lot of maintenance to do. We have a, a crew that works most of the summer with mowing and painting and planting and trying to make the grounds as pretty as I can. So that's, and then whatever other attraction or that we're going to build or add on or do, we get, we start in on it. So it's pretty much a year-round event. Thank you for sharing that because even I myself didn't realize how much work went in during the off-season. Oh yeah, a lot. (laughs) I think, I think a majority of the public doesn't appreciate how much work goes in just to make those six weeks happen. Yeah, they they don't understand how much it takes. I mean, I had a crew here, um, Becca said that were that were painting a lot this summer, and I had several carpenters here, and I have a, uh, you know, a couple of ladies that do nothing but plant flowers and mulch around trees and and just try to do a lot of the outside keep it going. You can't wait till the last minute to do that. That's an ongoing effort pretty much all the time. I'm so happy to hear that. So I think that's all that I have for you today. If you just want to once more tell everyone your name, where you're located. My name is Carolyn Rash. Uh, I'm from Liberty, Missouri, and uh, my business is Carolyn's Pumpkin Patch, and we are located south of Liberty off Highway 210. Awesome. Thank you, Carolyn. I'm Thank you for joining me this week as I spoke with Carolyn Rash from Liberty, Missouri, all about her pumpkin operation. It was so cool for me to hear the different aspects of what go into Carolyn's pumpkin operation throughout all seasons of the year, not just when she's open for her six-week period. Though this podcast was in honor of National Pumpkin Day, it is going out a little bit later because Carolyn is currently shut down for the season. If you heard anything in this podcast that interests you and you might like to visit Carolyn's operation, feel free to do so next year during her six-week open period. Join us this Wednesday as we discuss a new topic for this week's podcast.